The pericardium is a connective tissue structure in the chest and it's important to the function of the heart. Let's let's have a think about the anatomy of the pericardium in five minutes or less. Um, all right, so the thorax is a cavity that's separated from the abdomen by the diaphragm. And within the thorax, similarly, the lungs and the heart are in their own separate spaces as well. There's more connected tissue putting each of these organs into their own space. The, the lungs are surrounded by pleura. So each lung is separated from the other lung and from the heart by layers of pleura. And the pleura are crucial to the functions of the lungs. And the heart is very similarly surrounded by pericardium. And really, you can think of this pericardium like pleura, but with an extra thick, fibrous layer as well. Um, the pericardium lets the heart do its job without being affected by other anatomy in the chest. So it keeps it in its own central space. It also keeps it fixed in place in the centre of the chest. It protects the heart mechanically, um, you know, against trauma and against infection. Uh, but also, probably most importantly, it helps the heart move smoothly between two lubricated surfaces. Just like the lungs, the heart is moving all the time, all day long, every day, throughout your life. Uh, so we, it's good if those movements are smooth and friction-free, right? So what is the pericardium made up of? Well, there are three layers, but we think of fibrous pericardium and serous pericardium. Now, let's think about the layers of the heart. The inside of the heart is lined by endocardium. That's what the blood is up against. The muscle of the heart is the myocardium layer. And then the heart is covered by epicardium. All right. Now, the so if we think about the pericardium as being, there has a serous part and a fibrous part, the serous pericardium has two layers. And the two layers of the serous pericardium are very much like the pleura of the lungs. There is a visceral pericardium covering the surface of the heart. That is the same layer as the epicardium. So the epicardium and the visceral pericardium are the same thing. So the serous pericardium is made up of that layer, visceral pericardium covering the heart, and then a layer of parietal pericardium. Between the visceral pericardium and the parietal pericardium, there is a potential space with a little bit of fluid in there. That is the pericardial cavity. So there's a small volume of fluid in here, 15 to 50 mils of fluid, something like that. And it's that, so this you can see why this is called serous, right? Because got a bit of fluid in it it's those two serous layers of pericardium that can slide over one another one slide over one another easily and let the heart move smoothly in a friction-free environment now the fibrous pericardium is outside all of this the fibrous pericardium is strong connective tissue it's tough it's not particularly stretchy this is kind of like really protective and also anchors the heart in place the parietal pericardium is the internal surface of the fibrous pericardium, if that makes sense. So if you have the fibrous pericardium, you cut through it, you look at that internal surface, that deep surface, it'll look nice and shiny. What you're looking at there is the parietal pericardium. And then if you look at the heart, it's covered by the shiny covering of the visceral pericardium. A little complicated, but I think you get it. Um, 
The pericardium is continuous with the connective tissue coverings of the great vessels superiorly. So they're kind of anchored in place and linked together. And the pericardium is attached to the diaphragm. So the pericardium is anchoring the heart to the diaphragm, which means all of this is moving. Everything moves down here. Um, its sensory innervation is via the phrenic nerve, which is passing on its way to the diaphragm. So pain from the pericardium tends to get referred to the shoulders, just like pain from the diaphragm does. Uh, now, clinically, that fluid in the pericardial cavity, if there's too much fluid, so the pericardium could make too much fluid, most commonly because of congestive heart failure, maybe because of inflammation. If fluid collects in that pericardial cavity and there's more fluid in there than normal, then there's less space for the heart. The heart empties and then fills with blood, empties and then fills with blood. So as fluid in the pericardial, take, pericardial cavity takes up some of this space, there's less space for blood to fill the heart, for the heart to fill into. There's my, there's my five minutes. Uh, so the heart can take in and pump less blood per contraction um, as the pericardial cavity fills with more fluid. This could also happen with trauma, right? If, you, if a hole was punctured in the, in the heart, blood would leak out of the heart into that pericardial cavity. So these things, when they get serious, they get called cardiac tamponade. And this is, this is very dangerous because eventually the heart will not be able to fill with blood at all. And that hole circulatory pump and system will not work anymore right there's the pericardium that's its anatomy that's its function that's why it's important see you next time